Welcome back to Loving Jesus, Loving Me, as we are discussing about uh, how to love God and to love ourselves. And learning to love God, we learn how to love ourselves. We've been discussing for the last couple of weeks on the scripture, Luke 10 and 27. And he answered and said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. Today we're going to focus in on the loving him with all of our mind. And the Greek word for that is dianya, which means the mind's depositions and thoughts. Now, that you think about our mind and you think about how it works and the how we function uh, on a day-to-day basis. And I had to go, okay, God, you know, my automatic thought of loving you with all of my mind is to keep you on my mind all the time. And in a day-to-day world that we live in, it's practically impossible to keep God on your mind 24-7. Um, unless you're just a really good multitasker and some people are. So, uh, with that being said, I'm probably not the best multitasker, but I can, um, I can sing and do something at the same time. Uh, and that's typically how I I function is I've always got a song in my heart and on my mind, uh, most days. Um, but to, Learn how to love God with all of our mind. I don't know about you, but when I started the journey of God working with me on learning to find value in myself the way that he found value, I had to conquer some things in my mind. I had to learn to understand that the enemy would drop thoughts in my head. And if I allowed myself to dwell upon those, it would affect how I felt about myself, how I felt about others, how I viewed the day even and learning to depend on his understanding and not my own um and learning to have thoughts that were on him and that they were pure and honest and true and lovely and virtuous um that was not easy i i don't know about you but that just really was not easy for me uh i had to take a lot of things from my childhood uh, some things that transpired for me as a child. I had a medical condition that arised when I was six. Um, I had what they call a grand mal seizure, and it caused me to uh, lose memory. I had to learn how to write my name. I had to learn how to dress myself, feed myself. Uh, it caused me to become dyslexia uh, and to have a hard time learning. Uh, even to this day, I still have issues with that. It'll flare up every now and then, and I'll, I'll say things <laughs> that are backwards. So forgive me if I ever do that. Um, but the thing about it is, is this, is that my parents uh, refused to accept that I would never be able to survive in life and began to pray that God would heal me and heal my mind. Uh, I think sometimes as well as with our own selves, we forget sometimes how to ask God to heal the mind. And that's something that I had to do because growing up being made fun of because I had to be in special ed classes for a little while until I got to a place where I could, you know, learn and and know how to learn and and not struggle so hard. 
Um, I was just picked on. I was picked on for being a preacher's daughter. I was picked on for my parents not allowing me to wear pants. I was picked on because my hair was long. I was picked on. You name it, I was picked on. I wasn't your normal kid. My parents uh, raised me on how they felt I needed to be raised based off of how they felt like they were serving the Lord and how he wanted us raised. And I have no regrets on how I was raised because I feel like it built the character inside of me that's there today. What I do regret is people not understanding who I was and and people not taking me for the value that I was and me allowing even at the age of six early on in my life to current, uh, allowing people to penetrate and to say things that could poison my mind. There are a lot of things that happen to us and words that are spoken over us that I think we grab a hold of and we don't mean to. It's just we the enemy. It's like a weak spot. And we think, well, is that who I really am? Is that what everybody sees me as? Is this truly what I am? Is this what God made me out to be? If he's so loving and kind and gentle, then why am I like this? And I had to learn that everybody's opinions and the marks that they made on me did not justify me. Um, There is a book that Max Licato has out that I was introduced to probably in my early 20s and uh it's called you are special uh i'm hoping i said that title right uh but it the story is about some wimmicks and the woodmaker named uh isaac who has built these wooden creatures who you know live throughout this land and there's one guy who has all these marks these wimmicks go around giving stars and circles circles are if you do things that are not right and you're always making a mistake they mark you with a a circle if you do something good you get a star and bless his heart he had all these dots on his on his wood he didn't get a star ever he was always forever making mistakes or stumbling or dropping things he just never seemed to get it right and then one day he meets a young lady who has no stickers at all no stars no circles and basically they uh, go see Isaac the woodmaker and she introduces him to Isaac and in the story he's pretty much supposed to be Jesus and he talks to this little woman and encourages him that it doesn't matter what other people think about him and eventually the dots would disappear if he would stop letting those people affect him and mark him and every day he would go see this woodmaker and every day the woodmaker would talk about how special he was and just encourage him and love on him and he allowed the woodmaker to do this and in the process, later, he starts losing his dots. And everybody starts noticing that his dots are gone. But then he starts not making so many mistakes. And one day, somebody goes to mark him with a star, and it falls to the ground. And that's the reality of it. It doesn't matter about the stars. It doesn't matter about the circles. I don't need a star to tell me that I'm good. I don't need a circle to tell me that I'm bad. I don't need anyone's markings. All I need is that Abba Father knows that I'm okay. Abba Father loves me for who I am. My mind has to focus in on the fact that Abba Father sees me for who I am and he is pleased with me. And when I let my mind focus in on that and let my mind get renewed, that all those things that have been said about me and marked on me and beat up on me and people trying to speak things on me that were not truth, I finally just spent time with God and said, I need my mind renewed. I need you to truly renew my mind and strip these things away from me so I can believe the things that you say that I am. 
And when that moment happened and I had that moment with Abba Father where he literally cleansed my mind and purified my mind, I began to see the purity of my heart, the honesty inside of me, the loveliness of me and who I truly was. And then the scripture that's there that comes out in Matthew 4 and 17 It truly and truly the renewed mind is sacred for us to be able to love God with all of our mind. You can only love God with all of your mind when you truly know who he is and understand how he loves you. So to love yourself, renew your mind and love God with all your mind and not allow the enemy to poison you and to use people who love you and mean well for you, speak things on you that are not truth trying to help you. Sometimes people have good intentions, but they just speak poison on you. And it's up to us to decide that that poison will not resonate inside of us. Now, just because I had that moment of allowing God to renew my mind doesn't mean that I don't still have days where I still have to renew my mind. So literally every morning I get up and say, God, keep my mind renewed. Don't let me let things affect my mind to where I lose thought of who you are and who I am in you. Keep my mind protected at all times. And it takes us back to putting on the, the you know, the helmet. You know, we put on the armor of God. There's the helmet. We keep the helmet on and we keep that on there, the truth and the, and make sure that we never allow things to get inside that don't belong there. So I encourage you to strip your mind of things that don't belong and to allow God to speak life into you. And as you love God and you love him with all your mind and think of things that are truthful and pureful and loving him is learning his word and learning what he says that we are and then to love ourselves. That's true love. Learning to love yourself and not let your mind drift takes some willpower. It takes some strength. And we talked about strength in the last podcast, but it all correlates together. We love him with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our strength and the mind. Again, you can't, your mind affects your heart and your heart affects the mind. But you got to find the strength inside of your soul to be able to push back things that have to be pushed back. So be encouraged today and know that you can conquer and overcome with Jesus Christ, your Lord and your Savior, who loves you unconditionally. He is proud of you. He sees you for who you are and you are good. You are lovely, you are beautiful, you are smart, and you are kind, you are gentle, you are peaceful, and you can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. Be encouraged today and know that he loves you, I love you, and you can do this. Love yourself, value yourself, be blessed.